We're back with 153. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at. With your host, Shane Chapman and Way Laurent. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Two in a row with Wade Laurent. Hey. I've changed hockey teams again. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got now? Well, I watched the first games of the year. Okay. And Seattle lost. <laughs> oh. And the Oilers won. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you just went back. I'm back. I thought you went to a, like, a, like a third team. No. Nope. I'm an Oilers like fan again. Like a Florida again. fan or something. But my backup <laughs> is Seattle. I'm an Oilers fan. Okay. I was because like, I own Oilers jerseys. Quick change. Yeah. <laughs> it's expensive to switch teams. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. We went to, I uh, took my kids to their first uh, Rough Rider game on last Saturday. That's expensive. Not Carter's first, so right? Carter's been to one. Carter's been to a game before, but I don't know if he's been to that stadium, and he couldn't remember oh, yeah, either. Okay, so I don't know. But Avery's first game for sure, like at all. Right. Yeah. Carter has been to a game before because when my wife and I first met, like Carter's, he's older than my relationship with my current wife. Right. Yeah. From my previous marriage, and I remember one of the f- the first time JC met Carter, we went to a Ryder game. So I know he's been to one at oh, Old Taylor neutral Field. Neutral ground. Good plan yeah. with yeah. a neutral ground. Yeah. So, but in the new stadium, I don't know that he has been. So we went and Avery went and he was super, super excited. But like, that's a, for the three of us to go was like, it was over 300 bucks I spent that day between, between tickets and, and I didn't buy like, we weren't, we weren't right behind the bench or anything like decent tickets, like mid range price point tickets. Yeah. And spent How many beer did you bu- Yeah. And no beers. That's the thing, right? <laughs> like, like Carter like, had 12 beer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And no alcohol whatsoever. Just, but like lots of food. Like we had. Yeah. Supper there or dinner because we planned to eat there. Yeah, yeah. So is that dinner then? Yeah. I don't know if I'm as stuck on that anymore. It's probably because I don't travel as much. Oh, things have changed for you, hey? Yeah. But anyways, you go there and it's like simpler life. I order a like a brisket sandwich. Oh, I was like, that sounds amazing. Yeah, fourteen bucks. And then Carter orders like brisket mac and cheese. Sounds amazing. Thirteen bucks. Like everything's just from smoking Okies. Is that the um who's in the stadium that I don't remember brisket from? Must have been maybe. I don't remember what place we were standing at. Poutinery or something. Something. Anyways, and then you go get some popcorn and some candies and a few drinks. Do they have some mini donuts? uh, Mini donuts? Are they there all the time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that was our fourth quarter thing. We went and got mini donuts, and so I think I'm going to a Pat's game tonight. And I'm going to get mini donuts. Yeah. yeah. The kids want so mini donuts, and I couldn't say no. Connor Bedard is there, right? Yeah. And so have you heard about this kid? I, I have, and I want to get to a Pats yeah, he's game. He's a phenom. Yeah. So I want to go see this. I yeah. want to yeah. watch I'm this kid. Make, make an effort to get there, too. Um, so right. that was that. Yeah. And what were we talking about before? Expensive. Uh, Changing jerseys. For Changing jerseys, teams. right. Yeah. So then I had to outfit my kids, and thankfully we all had jerseys of some capacity. Like, Carter, where's your jersey? He hadn't worn it since he was like seven years old. Yeah. I was like, oh, that might fit Avery. Hand that one down right now. And then I like yeah. I like go into my closet and I had like a hockey style rider jersey with yep. tags on it still. I have no recollection of where I got this from, mm. why I have it. At an auction. Must win a gift or something. And I was oh. like, it's brand new. It looks a little small for me. Bang, Carter, you're outfitted. Perfect. Pulled out my old jersey. But it's like, but my old jersey was like the Adidas ones, which that's like, yep. it's old now. A few years old. Adidas doesn't make the jerseys anymore. Yep. So it's like, I should buy a new one. It's like, that's 150 bucks. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, I'm spending enough already. So yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy. Yeah. And that, like I said, zero beer. You add beer to that. I think they're, 
You know what? If and it's for you, it's at least three. It's a yeah, at least, least three, and three. then Carter's hauling me out of the stadium. <laughs> Come on, Dad. I think they're only like eight bucks. I say only because like I think a lot of stadiums are more Ten, than that. Right? But eight bucks a beer, and you have a few of those, and adds up quick. I didn't even get fifty-fifty tickets. Like I feel like the three hundred dollars was the cheap road I took wow. that night. So yeah. okay. Anywho, um, so stick with your teams because it's cheaper. Moral of the story. Yeah. Are we ready to get into this or what? Yep. Good. I've discovered that the reason these episodes drag on so long all the time is because of Bryce. When he's not here, we go quick, see? Well, old Simcoe quit watching, right. basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so this episode, we're just, this is just a kind of a general discussion. As we look towards 2022. Because that's starting for us now. Now there's like, it's funny how much mentally the first snowfall and it didn't even stick. Like the snow was like melting as it came down. Like it wasn't really here for that long. It's yeah, gone. It was, it was rain for part of it. <laughs> yeah. It, just <laughs> it was like, just a cold rain. It was got like, cold ah. enough at night that it like, when you Next woke year. up in the morning, there was a little dusting of snow and then by 9am it was gone again. Yeah. But uh, regardless, it's funny how that just mentally for us is like, okay, well this year's over. <laughs> like start thinking about next year. Yeah. And we so, can't be on the floor because our negative energy for this year is, yeah. is contagious. Yeah, people right? walk in, we're like, what are you doing here? Come back in March. We're closed now. You know I thought you are open all year. Time. Right, yeah, I guess we are. Right. But You'll have to talk to Fraser or yeah. Dale or Carly. They <laughs> seem to have a better attitude. Yeah. Uh, we're done. So we thought this episode we could uh, we could start to prep for 2022 because that's what we do in the winter. Um, people have asked, what do you, what do, you do, do in, in the winter? winter? <laughs> in a deck store. It's like, well, we do a lot of planning. We do a lot of strategizing and getting ready and tweaking and changing and all the business stuff over the winter. So, and to be honest, like there's still season left. Like we'll still have some, some decent sales here till who knows, till probably the, till the end of November. Yeah. Likely. Contractors will still go. Yeah. Our real tickover is like Christmas. It's like we, we take, we close for that, you know, week and a half, two weeks at Christmas. And then when you come back, it's like, okay, all in on 2022, let's get things done because season could kick off in as early as March, maybe as late as May, yep. but um, so anyways, we start to think about like, okay, well, what's, what's on the list for 2022? And actually this year, earlier than ever, the bookings are coming out. I feel like maybe not earlier than ever, but they're certainly wanting them back early. Yeah. Like a lot of times before it was like your bookings, they would start to roll out about now, but they'd be like, this is due, like get your booking in by December 15th, by January 30th. Maybe the quick one would be like by mid November. Yeah. The ones I've gotten so far is like, Hey, so here's the booking. We're going to need this back uh, by Friday at noon. Uh, it's 4.30 Wednesday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So less than 48 hours to put this, pull this all together. Sure. Sounds good. So. That's what I'm doing this afternoon, by the way. <laughs> I, I have like sort of two. Uh, hmm. It wasn't even my thought, but I had. So obviously we've had a booking come and go and we're, we're done a deck booking. Yep. And you'll be done a railing booking yep. by the end of today. Yeah. And I had one of the <laughs> one of the competitors. Our competitors or a competitor of the, of the Yeah, one of the decking competitors. Decking competitor, yeah. Call. Okay. Yeah. It'd be like, wow, that's like that's kind of bold. Like, why would they do that? What like they're gonna kind of force your hand into carrying product this year. Uh, so, I think you just answered your own question. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. So it does sort of line us up. Yeah, it's Friday. Jason, reminder, it's Friday. It is Friday. If you're wondering who's booking is <laughs> due today. So anyways, it uh, 
you know, first, the first supplier that requires it, I guess, kind of gets your market share. Well, they don't necessarily get your market share, but you, you've invested your some, some time in, and now the other bookings will, they have that against them already. Right. So, yeah. Which I think maybe probably safe for us. Like how you told me that story was like that vendor thought that by the other vendor releasing their booking so soon, it kind of showed their hand with what they were going in for with so products. And that did year. happen as well. There was two, there was two parts of that conversation. Yeah. So the first time I told you the story, I told you the one part of it because right. the second didn't matter. It was like, that's a, like, I think that mattered more to them. Right. right. And it was like, well, if, if guy a gets your booking, then guy B has to, has to, like maybe gets less product because you've already committed to the first guy. And I was right. Like, eh, maybe, or, or maybe not. Like we were going to buy what we were going to buy yeah. based on the numbers that came through. I don't think it really affects us too much, to be honest, especially when you're talking the, the big, like your anchor brands, like, correct. You know, the one that's released already is one of our big brands. The one that's com- that was, uh, having that phone call with you is another right. big brand. It's like, that's right. I'm not booking more or less of yours because the other guy got to the table first. Like that's, I'm basing it on my sales. That's right. what I think I'm going to sell. Yeah. So not a big deal. But for them, I think that conversation about like, well, they're showing their hand. Now we know that they're not releasing new product for next year. It's like, yeah, I guess in a way that does happen. But like, were you really going to change what you were doing anyway, based on that? Like you hear, you hear they're going to, you know, one of your competitors is going to roll out a new color. Does that really make you like shut the lines down go like, back to the board and be like, wait. At this point, it's too late. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think the idea of these bookings coming out so early is they're trying to give themselves a fighting chance to get product on the ground for the spring. Yeah. Um, because that hasn't happened in a couple of years. Yeah. I, if I'm on that side of the game at the vendor side, I'm more worried about making things logistically flow better next year and making sure the existing product I have is going to be available for everybody more than I'm worrying about putting out a new color or a new profile. It's not the best time to be like adding stuff. You can't keep up. Yeah. So like get good then get fast <laughs> yeah. and then you'll be good and fast. Yeah. Right now I would say none of them, like not none of them, but like none of them are good right now. It's also highly unlikely up. that a competitor releasing a new color creates a gap in your lineup. You know what I mean? Either the gap was there or it wasn't as far as colors. And you yep. probably should have known that before. And regardless of what anybody else is doing, it's not like, it's not like company A is going to bad. Like Whatever. I'm not referring to Azak. I'm just saying company X puts out a new color and then everybody else goes like, Oh shit. Uh, I didn't even know browns were a thing. I haven't seen that color before, yeah. but I bet you it'll be a killer one. Like <laughs> it's unlikely that's going to happen. Nobody's going to invent a new color. That's going to smoke everybody this year. That's so, right. yeah. you know, like, you know, decorators, for example, a couple of years ago released their voyage line and they knew pretty early on that they were missing like a good neutral, solid Brown color. Yep. Right. And so it didn't, it took it didn't one year. take, Took a year they did it to release a new black. Yeah. yeah, like just next year they're like, "Yep, we heard you. Um, we know we didn't put out a like a mid-range brown." So here's Kaya. Yeah, but that wasn't because like, well, Ibron released a new brown color or something. Right? Like, yeah. just like you yeah. knew. So, anyways, what this like this time of year when you start doing all these bookings and whatnot is this? It forces you into thinking like, well, what's going to happen next year <laughs> for sales? okay, we have this booking to do and we sold this much decking of this, this brand this year. 
what can we expect next year? And I feel like that's been an impossible game to play for the last couple. Like it's it's a difficult game on the best of times. When it's consistent. Because sometimes like market trends flip or colors flip, whatever. But getting it right now in the middle of pandemic when it's like you had these surges and it's like, what does what happened over the last 18 months mean for the future? Um, does it mean that we can, does this whole like uptick in, in outdoor living, living, spending and renovating continue to ride high. Is that going to stay like that for a long time? Because, you know, people's lifestyles have changed so much that they're going to appreciate the outdoors for the rest of their lives now. And so they're always going to be willing to spend more money. Or does it just mean like they got some shit done while they were home and they could, and then there's going to be a dip at some point because they did their projects and now everybody's done. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think if I had cash, I'd be investing in airlines because I think everybody's about to start getting on planes again. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, FPP Canuck, it's Jason from Fortress says that's 100% correct. My goal is getting is getting product to you guys when you need it. The economy shipping is forcing our hand to push six months ahead. Yeah. So yeah, they're worried more, and as they should be, worried more about like how do we make sure that the struggles go away, uh, and we get product to people when they need it and have it on hand when it's like have it accessible yeah. more so than being like we should really do our railing in a gray this year. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't do it that. doesn't matter what colors you have if you can't no. get them. Yeah. So, um, Finkleberry says invest in crypto probably for 2022. That's probably a good idea. Yeah. Um, so what do you, like, what do you think? Wait, we, like, it's really, it's really tough for us too because we're still in a growth stage. Like Regina's market is probably starting to mature a bit. Saskatoon is still very brand new and growing. Um, so what do you plan for for next year? Do you think that the... You know, the, know, the busy last year and the busy spring we had this year, what does it all mean for next year? So I don't know if I've had this conversation with you. I've certainly had this with some suppliers in Saskatoon. I actually think that the Saskatoon, uh, sorry, I think that the Regina market will drop next year. I think our numbers, like I think our sales, top line sales in Regina will be lower next year than this year. Okay. Which will be the first time in our business that we've gone backwards. Yeah. And I'm like, it almost makes me sick to my stomach. Like I, <laughs> I get like a butterfly feeling in my stomach. I'm like, I don't like that. I don't want to go backwards there. Yeah. I think as a company overall, we will still be up because I think the growth in Saskatoon is going to pick that up. Yeah. Much like Regina picked up Saskatoon in the first year. I think Saskatoon's going to pick up Regina next year. Yeah. Yeah. So our, certainly our, we're getting close to that day. That's always been in my head too. It's like, <sighs> it's, it must suck to be in a mature business where things, where you, where your sales kind of like just do what the industry trends are doing. Yeah. I mean, we've bucked it for, for the first five, six seasons six because years. we've been new and our growth is happening regardless of what the industry is doing. Yeah. Cause we're just taking market share. Yeah. Cause I know there was a couple of years ago there when we were, I don't remember what year it was specifically, but we were still at our old store when the reps were saying like, oh yeah, like these guys are down. These guys are down 7%. These guys are down yeah. 12%. It's everything's softening and we're like, oh, we're up 30 yeah. But that's because we were like year three, four, we were growing. Yeah. Well, and it was all those, like all these other guys were down. There was three businesses that were down 7% and we were up 21 yeah. from them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Maybe was, locally. Yeah. It's market share. Yeah. You just had to get a little bit of it. So. Yeah. So yeah, it, it makes, it makes planning a little bit tough and it like, it, that's why my strategy last year and even this year is just like status quo to like, I'm not going to go in and book a hundred percent of what I think we're going to sell anyway. So there's a cushion there. If you book 60% of what you think you're going to sell and the, and the season drops 10%, well, you're still, you should you're still at 90. Okay. You're still, 
you still don't have more inventory than you're going to sell. Like it would take a massive drop off to, to yeah. put yourself in a bad situation. The timing of it is all, that's the tricky part, right? Yeah. It's like how much product are you going to sell by the, by the day, by the certain day? Yeah, that's right. And it's just like when you put these scenarios out, like what could happen, especially this year for 2021, when we were planning last year, it was like you're, the odds were just as high that it was going to, that you were going to continue to have a surge this year. The odds of that happening were just as high as the idea that you were going to dip because last year was so busy. It's like right. it could have gone either way or it could have been stable. So what do you do? Well, you plan for stable then. Yeah. And so I actually think that 2022 is going to go down. I just like, if you look at what's happening in the States, they're like, they're just opening up. Right. So they're still busy. They're still building lots, but yep. they're like stadiums are full. Like I watched a hockey game, the Vegas game the other day, stadiums packed all yep. the football games, the stadiums are packed. Like it's, they're done with yep. it. They've had enough. And that so said, the that category of outdoor living is on a continuous incline. Yeah. So it's like, can that offset this temporary potential lull or this little bit of a dip we might see because people focus so much the last couple of years on getting things done? Yeah. Like, hard to say. You might get thing. caught up in the Joneses thing, right? It's like yeah. trying to keep up with the neighbors and they have a nice backyard and they use it quite a bit and maybe we should use our backyard. And yep. I don't know. The international travel thing certainly has slowed that because even if you're allowed to attend events locally, you still, people still aren't really flying around the world. Yeah. Like they once were maybe, but yeah, there's probably like, as far as dealing with this, the, the unknowns surrounding COVID, I think we're probably in for another year of that. Like, and by the end of 2022, we're probably going to make peace with the fact that this thing's never going away. So what is the new normal? Like, how do we, how do we get back to live our lives with COVID now. Yeah. And I think the, you know, we have another year of that before we kind of, cause right now it's still like, we're still, for some reason we're still caught off guard every time there's a new wave. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, we're like, take the restrictions off. Oh my God, it's happening again. Yeah. All the restrictions back. <laughs> At some point we just need to find a, we can't keep like adding restrictions, taking them down, adding restrictions. At some point we just need to like find what normal is now. And me, like, I don't know what it's going to be, but it seems like we might need more time to figure that out, it seems. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, like I said, I guess I think I think Regina is down and I think Saskatoon trends up and I, I think that sales of the... I think sales as far as decking and railing and stuff goes will continue to be pretty steady. I don't think we're going to see what happened in 2021. Maybe it's more like 2020. Uh, what do you mean by that? As far as overall sales Sorry, or like monthly sales? Yeah. Yeah. Monthly sales as far as 2019. Yeah. That's what I think. This like 2021 is like, and so I was on a lumber call the other day with, uh, with our buying group and our, just our, our lumber uh, treater. And somebody had kind of, one of the questions, cause there was about 20 or 25 dealers on the call as well. It was kind of like a, here's what the program is going to look like next year. What's your feedback kind of thing. Um, and somebody had asked, like, at the top, where you guys are milling the lumber and treating the lumber, what do you guys think? How are you forecasting your demand for next year? What do you think is going to happen? And, of course, everybody's guessing. Like, we're not the only yeah. ones. It's, he, like, the guy's actual response was like, well, I do have a crystal ball. Unfortunately, it's incredibly clear, and it shows me nothing. I just see the other side, and there's, like, nothing in there. No value in the crystal ball. But he's like, we're kind of planning to have a year much like 2019. He's like, but yeah. I... 
but that's like, we're guessing as much as you are. Like, we just think like, let's plan for the last stable year we had, which was 2019 when things were less crazy. I think that's probably a fair place to plan. Like, I think that's what we should do. Yeah. Uh, the part that's really tricky for us is in 2019, we didn't have a Saskatoon location. Right. Yeah. And, and Regina, Regina was, was only in, in year year. three, four. So, yeah. So if we <laughs> plan for 2019, we will be significantly Not enough product under, yeah. like, I don't know, what do you do, 2019 and then and then three quarters of 2019 for Saskatoon? Yeah, and be like, there, uh, I don't know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's a... It's How'd a, you do? A tricky yeah. game to play. See you next October. <laughs> FBP Canucks says category in the U.S. is seeing record growth and absolutely no signs of slowing. Contractors seeing 2023 bookings currently. Not sure what that means for Canada, but Jeez. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. So, Scott, you're down there. Like, what is what is your 2022 look like? What do you are you booked up? Do you have anything going on? I don't know. I think that's maybe what we need to talk to. We maybe need to poke around with our contractors a bit and see where we're at. I I, I don't know what this means either. I, I feel like I hear this message a lot, though, that contractors in the States are booking well into 2022 already, and some of them saying that their 2022 is booked already. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm hearing that same vibe from our local guys. Nope. I, they're, like, they're still, doing, they're still taking on jobs this year. That's right. Like, they've got availability in about a month or two. Exactly. I don't know that any of them are booking much for 2022 yet. So Not does that, that mean heard. it's less busy here or is it just that in this, the way, like with our climate, that things are more seasonal people, the demand just surges in the spring and they book up a whole bunch and then in the fall, it falls off. Like maybe it's just that, yeah, maybe like maybe come it. next spring, they get slammed right away and they're booked up all year and it, it all happens yeah. in April. Their booking season is in the spring. Yeah. Maybe. I don't Who know. Knows. Okay. So how will it go? Uh, the answer is NFI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have, I have no... Friggin' idea. Okay, so why don't we talk about products then? Do you think, like, for products you saw this year, what do you think is going to continue to trend up in 2022? I'm talking, like, specific colors of decking, specific new products we brought in this year. Like, what do you think is going to continue to be strong product-wise next year? I do think that locally, steel will uh, jump a little bit for us. I think we'll probably do, you know, twice as many, which is five or six decks in steel next year. Okay. Because that conversation has happened a little bit more. And I think that when you get a couple into market, then people start to talk about it. 100%. Contractors put them in, and then the contractor's more confident talking about it. So I think for us, the steel framing is going to continue to go up a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't, like, I want lighting to go up. I want people to do that, but I don't think it does. I think it continues to be the same, like, the people that see value in it, see value in it, and then ones that don't are just, they just don't. Yeah. Um, Color-wise, I think we sold more brown decking this year than we did last year, which I thought was really, I thought that was crazy. So that the two that jumped to top of mind are uh, Bungalow and Tuscan Villa from Fibron. And I felt like we moved more of that this year than we did last year. And so I like that. I think that's really, I think that's good. I'd like to see the market shift a little more to the brown colors as opposed to the grays. But We've been saying this for years that we so feel slow. like it's warming up. The color the color yeah. tones here are warming up a little bit. People are getting into because it used to be very, when we first opened the store, it was like you just, you you booked gray. Pebble gray from Trex, Winchester gray from Trex, like cold grays, really neutral, yeah. cool, bluish grays yeah. is what sold. Yeah. Um, and, and like Island Mist back then too. Um, and now... 
over the last couple of years, it's really started to get into that warm grays now. Like, yeah. not started to. It's full-fledged on warm grays. Yeah. Rocky Harbor from Trex. Um, Cabana. Cabana and Chai from Fibron. Like, these warm tones are starting to come in. So, people are, so you can kind of sort of maybe forecast that those natural colors are coming, which means browns are next. And I agree with you. I haven't pulled the stats to look at it year over year to see how much that actually increased. But I also feel like the Tuscan Villa, the bungalows, the Costa from decorators, the yeah, yeah. Ki- maybe Kaya a little bit, but Costa certainly. Costa for sure. Um, even the treks, you know, with Coastal Bluff, Toasted Sand, like those ones really started to pick up this year. And so maybe we're starting to see that shift, I, which also makes it hard to predict the next year. Yeah. Like we talk, we've told the story a few times back in year two, three, whatever, when we booked all this fiber on latte and Earl Grey, mm-hmm. thinking we were going to, crush with it and it sat in the ground the whole year we didn't sell any of it that year and then the next year could not keep it on the ground Booked zero because it was sales like history we, on it was zero lifts of it here and then it just took off so it's funny how those trends can kind of sneak up on you as well but Sold out by me uh precision construction says that yes steel frame market for sure share will rise and fbp canuck says climate plays a huge role for sure so do you like how much of the steel conversation this year do you think was driven by the fact that lumber got so crazy expensive and then as a result of that falling off and do you think that the steel conversation is that gonna be a harder sell now do you think that the people that chose steel chose it because lumber is so expensive or because they didn't didn't matter what lumber is at they just valued no, what I, steel brought to the I table i think it was that it so they would entertain the conversation because lumber was so expensive. That's what I think. Yeah. And the price was palatable. Right. It was like, oh, well, that's not significantly different. Right. So like we did a few quotes and it was 20%, 15 to 20% more on the whole job. Right. That's going to jump next year if lumber comes down. And so now is 30% okay, 40% more on the whole job? Is that, you know, is, right? will they do it? Um. I was texting with Chris, CM Boost, yesterday. Okay. And he said, um, the group he's with, they're looking at doing steel because of the wood quality. Yes. They're like, the wood is so inconsistent. So it was a post that he had was like, this planer is amazing. Look at how amazing this planer is. And I commented and was like, you know, when you don't need a planer. (laughs) Yeah. So, anyways. Um, yeah, I, I think that it'll be a little bit trickier to open the conversation next year because the lumber prices are, are, they'll trend down that like they can't stay where they are. So they're, they're lower now and they're probably not going to spike to the numbers they were this spring. And so the idea of having that conversation will be a little bit lower. Do you think that the, the pricing of everything in general is going to impact sales next year? Because it seems as though everything maybe aside from lumber is going up a bit like we're seeing like 10 15 percent increases which is like it, it, it always does go up a little yeah. bit every year anyway but not usually quite that much usually it's like five percent increases here and there yeah. do you think that like the fact that a ten thousand dollar deck this year is going to cost 11 or 12 next year is that going to slow things down or is it just like you continue on and then so. if you think it continues on then will the inflationary price increases offset your like you said, you think there's going to be a bit of a slowdown and we're done. Okay, but does the fact that things are like yeah. well, that offset and the top line revenue actually stays neutral? Sell less decks, less items out. But yeah. Um, I don't think that the increase in price will slow people down like that. And so two years ago, 
you would have got me to agree wholeheartedly that price increases like that will slow things down. But when we were selling fence boards for eight bucks a fence board and they were still going out the door, it was like, well, I guess as long as everybody's selling fence boards for $8, that's what they are. Yeah, they certainly weren't going like they used to, though, when they were four bucks a board. No. That's for sure. But but they went out the door. Here and there, yeah. And people were like, well, I'll just wait till it comes down. So if it doesn't come down, hmm. Yeah, and I wonder, I, that kind of generates another conversation. There absolutely was some people who were like, oh, I'm going to wait out the lumber thing. Like, they didn't build this year because lumber got crazy and they got scared off of it. So... Did so, enough of those people hold off that those happen next year and then that gives you, you know what I mean? When you start boost? looking at the whole picture, there's like all these little micro stories that could play to either side of it. It's like, yeah. well, it's going to be slower next year because so many people did their shit this year that's going to like, there's a dip. It's like, yeah, but lumber prices are expensive and there was a bunch of people that said they weren't going to do it this year and they're going to wait. And so they'll do it next year now. So you've, so you've actually pushed, not pulled. Yeah. So then it's going to be bought. Like, yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, Eric Turris has gone into steel partially because of lumber prices and mostly because of Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who so, he's never met in person, I don't think. Yeah, nobody. I'm not sure that Scott's even real at this point. We've attempted a couple times to get down there and, and finally meet the man. But yep. it hasn't happened yet. I think he's going to have to come up here. So. Easier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so who knows? Colors, maybe warmer colors. Maybe a little bit of little increase in the steel framing, maybe. Are you expecting uh, to see, we know it's not going to come from the guys we booked with already because they've shown their hand as we talked about. Right. Do you think, are you expecting to see anything new from anybody? Like, any? I mean, decking manufacturers, let's know. say. Like, new colors, new profiles, new... I have no, like, I have absolutely zero... Precision's going to come up. You know what, Scott? Information if you, on this. So the, the last Friday game of the year is November 13th, which I think is too close to deck expo to happen there. But if they make the playoffs and have a home game, Scott should come up for a, for a football game up here, dress warm. Well, he's from Colorado. He's used to being cold. Uh, that would probably happen around like late November. Yeah. We'll be here and we can get, we can get some tickets and Jason from Fortress also. Perfect. And Jason from Fortress can also make it down up, down over, over, but it's up to as well. (laughs) Up and over, up and over (laughs) the wall. Yeah. Of Winnipeg. Um, what were you talking about? Um, I asked if you thought that if you were expecting to see any new oh, products yeah, or yeah. new colors or whatever from the big uh, manufacturers. And so then I said, I have absolutely zero insight on this. I have nobody, no one has said anything to me. I'm just completely making this up. Um, if we see anything new from anyone, I believe it will be tracks. Okay. But I don't like... I think they would be foolish to put new stuff out at this point because like they're taking some heat for not being able to keep up. So much like we said last week <laughs> or half an hour ago, <laughs> yeah. this is like, if you can back when you were a Kraken fan, yeah, that's right. When the Kraken were the best team in the NHL. Um, if you can't keep up with the, like if you can't produce your stuff, why would you create a new product that you can then also not keep up with? Like, yeah. well, just make what you can make. It'd be a tough, tough year to change things up. That's for sure. Yeah. But if you, but like, of course, if Trex is going to release a new product, they've been doing it for a year. They were working on it this year and they're potentially stockpiling. And you know what I mean? Like that. Yeah. So if they're going to come out with a, a PVC decking or a pay light or whatever, like if that, if that actually happens, then 
you would have to think that they had that already ready to go. And their line was built last year when they built the new plants and blah, blah, blah. So, right. Um, Mountain View says the only thing you can expect to expect this year is higher pricing. That's a pretty much a foregone conclusion from everybody. Yeah. It's not, it's not like if there's going to be, it's how much it is and when they tell you about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Prices are going up. Um, Precision Construction says Fast Master has something pretty big in R&D. So that would be good. Camel, uh, was it? Clip system, you think? Like new fasteners? You th- yeah, like know. obviously they're a fastener company, but but they're also getting into like structural fasteners more and uh, hardware yep. more. So. Yeah, I don't know. I Clips would make sense. One of their... Yeah, I don't know. Makes sense, right? Because yeah. Camo has done it. Um, somebody who was the who's the guy? John, John Witt, posted in the one of the Jack and Doc groups the other day that uh, Camo is working on some new stuff. Yeah, because somebody was complaining about the Camo drive and was like, "That's it. I'm throwing this piece of crap out. I'm going back to Simpson Drive because their Simpson Drive works so much better." Yeah, and then he said, "Yeah, well, they're working on that." So. Yeah, I feel like Camel's always been a company that uh, listens very well to their customers, and so if they're hearing that the, you know, there's some quality issues with something, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're on it, they're working right? on it. But it's it's strange. You hear like I've heard that from the odd guy issues with those guns, and then in, like in our case, we haven't seen many issues with them. We sold quite a few of them. Yeah, well, I've um, had one seen come one. back. Yeah, you've won, so maybe two out of the forty or fifty guns we sold, whatever, mm-hmm. have come back. But certainly not on a, not on a. Not on a, like a red alert type yeah. scale. No, nope. it's not like these things are crap. Stop selling them. Yep. So anyway, um, Joel thinks we should quantify that. They can't send stuff to Canada. So I don't know. I feel like I heard. Uh, I feel like I heard some of that in the U.S. So as well, I feel like some of the decking manufacturers weren't able to keep up in the U.S. as well. So somebody earlier too mentioned um, decker. I was this. Was this half an hour ago in the previous yeah, podcast? Or was it no. was because it was like install what you can get your hands on. It was deck dogs. Yeah, right. Okay. Install what you can get your hands on. And so then we were talking last about. Last week we were talking about uh, not getting, be able to get product. And we said that we felt this year was better than last, at least. So we didn't run into too many issues. But somebody mm-hmm. said like decorators. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That was maybe the one that we struggled with the most was. And so do you think that's a production error? Or do you think that's an uptake? Like. They're again taking market share, and they didn't realize how much they were going to take, and they didn't know how how well their deck board was going to be received, and they weren't ready for the. And then yeah, people maybe. looked at it because if you're like if Trex and Azek weren't able to keep up, and then you were looking for somebody else, and the guys were like, "Well, we got lots of in 2020. They had decorators on the ground, and was lots of it, and so they they used it well. And maybe like we also if you're if you flash back a year is when they signed on a new big deal with oh, in Canada at least with Home Hardware, right. so it was like. Capacity was tight and then committed to this massive deal that would require a whole bunch more volume and then couldn't couldn't, couldn't make it happen. Yeah. So anyway, there's been there's been a bit of struggles all year with that, I guess. So what do you think about that? What do you think about availability going into next year? Because I know in, from 2020 to 2021, a lot of the manufacturers are like, it's all good. We're adding capacity. We'll have this all caught up. Everything will be fine next year. And then it wasn't. Like yeah, but it was maybe it's a little bit better, but it was we still nobody was killing it out there as far as supply went. Like we certainly with zero of the people, you know what? I, maybe, maybe it was just us. Maybe we were more aggressive buying things. Cause if you think back, like man, lead times on getting treks and fiber on this year, were long. 
Like when you ordered, like you could not go to your local distributor and pick up a lift of anything in the in middle the of the summer. summer. You had to order like truckloads and get in line to think back. We just had lots at the start of the year. So it maybe felt like we were in a better position than last year. Because like, yeah, I guess we were getting sales reports on the tracks and it was like, here's what's tight inventory. Here's what's out. Here's when it's coming. Right. Yeah. Here's, so, but there was lots of stuff that we, we like it landed here in August, but it was ordered in May. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. Do you think they can be caught? And then Fibron did cut row? their fat, their fascia production again at the end of the year. Right. Like it was like, yeah. can't get fascia anymore until Q4. So like <laughs> similar things were happening to last year, I guess. Maybe we just were in a heavier stock position to not feel it as much. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Cause we did book a lot more, probably everything this year than we did the year before. Yeah. Primarily because we, you know, we had Saskatoon. We knew we could take on more and whatever else. But yeah. anyway, huh. uh, what do we got here? So Precision Construction I think says... I think Joel had a comment we... about that. Oh, look at this. Way back here. Mountain View, Joel. I think it has to do with who they signed up with and who they wanted to please the most. Yeah. I was so going to say that too. Like That's a reference to decorators. Yeah. And I was going to mention that before too, and I wasn't sure if I should, but it also depends on where you are in the priority. Sure. You know what I mean? Where does our distributor sit in in UFP's priority list? Absolutely. And so <laughs> who we buy decorators from is for sure lower than that juggernaut. Yeah. So okay, absolutely. Some of that might play into it as well, right? Uh, FPP Connect. Have a look at Hidfast. Mentioning for a friend. Hidfast.com. What's, uh, what's the story there, do you think? We have Hidfast. We don't have a lot of contractors using it. Um, precision construction. Decorators wasn't ready for the demand and they had to shut down two lines for maintenance. They are investing in two new lines, but the gap in product is already there. It's a tough game playing catch up once you get behind. Oh. Right? Yep. You're, and if the demand continues strong, it's like it's all you can do to keep up with the demand, let alone make up lost time, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Mountain Vigil says Fibron was the only one we had no issues with. Yep. So we, I would say that we still had issues with Fibron, but it was, but it, but we had we we booked heavy this year on Fibron at the start of the year. So we we rode out the busy time, and then, um, and then we had some crazy order to go through that kind of threw a kink in things too. But for the most part, things worked out with Fibron. I don't think we were without their product very long. It's just like to order the the inventory it took a long time for it to come, but. Not yeah, too often will we run to zero and waiting for it. Kind yeah, of. that's all going to play out. Now we're going to end up being heavy on that product because they got so far behind. So Yeah. But yeah, I think that overall we were sheltered. And maybe if you actually do think about that, there certainly. I remember ordering some stuff for people, like ordering some Trek stuff in June and July and telling them, it was like, you're going to see this at end of August. And that was like, you're going to wait six to eight weeks. So yeah, that's not ideal. In a short season for us. Yeah, because the way it used to be, um, you know, if you flash back to the good old days of 2019 and you needed a lift of Island Miss 16-footers, you just put the order in and then went and picked it up. Tomorrow. <laughs> like, and picked it up the next day. As yeah. soon as they could process it, you were you had it. And yeah. same with our fiber-run distributor. You ordered it and you got it next Thursday. It was never more than a week away. Yeah. It just came. Yeah. It's like, that hasn't been like that for two years. You haven't been able to do that. And like you don't order a couple lists at a time you order a truckload to get into the queue down in the plant yeah with hopes that that like you rise to the top within two or three months yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know so will it stay like that can't like 
Who knows? I think there's Maybe another year of catch up here, to be honest. I know that the lumber situation is better. I know on that call, like we've, the call was not delivering this news. We know that the lumber availability has gotten better than it was last year. Last year was a big deal with lumber. This year, the lumber, at least through our distributor, was like dimensional was fairly strong. Um, deck boards, fence boards, that kind of stuff was tougher to get your hands on all year. Uh, two by 10, 20 footers, like some of those bigger dimensions were tough to get. But for the most part, all of our standard dimensional stuff had decent supply all year. Yeah. Um, and I know from a call the other day, it was like, how is how is this conversation going versus last year's conversation? Well, last year they were talking about, talking about how many millions of board feet in a deficit they were, like how much they didn't have inventory. The orders were yeah. far superior to the product they had in the ground and what they could make. And now they're in the opposite. They've got lots of product in the ground now. You can have it tomorrow. Like lumber's not, hence a lot of the pricing adjustments that have happened too, right? We've yeah. gone from a strong demand situation to a strong supply situation yeah. and therefore the prices are reflected in that. Yeah. So that, I would expect that's probably going to be okay going into next year, the lumber itself, but everything else I think is probably still going to be tight. I think the, the world's shipping logistics is not going to get solved over the winter here. I think no. we're in for anybody who's moving product around. So all of us, all yeah, of everybody yeah, yeah. is still going to be hand or like kneecapped by that a little bit. Yeah. I would think if it's coming out of, like if it's coming out of China. That especially, yeah. It's got to go on a ship. Yep. It's got to go into a sea can or whatever because they again, call it in the States. Like you said, you're, um, once you're, once you're behind then you can't get caught up. And so it's going to be hard for everybody to catch up this yep. winter. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, good. Well, we can conclude that, um, we have no idea. It's just fun to talk these things through though. Everybody like we're getting into the season now where this conversation is going to be one we have like weekly. constantly. It's going to be like weekly. weekly. It's going to be like you talk to another rep and be like, what do you guys think is going to happen next year? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. How about you? I don't know. And then everybody speculates all year and then you don't actually know until this time next year. So how did it go? Did what you happen think like, yeah, because I don't remember what we expected for this year last year either. I thought more of the same and I guess it kind of was like we're up. Yeah. We thought but, it would grow because it was like, I, uh, I don't know. Maybe if you look back, I thought the flights were going to open up in the spring and people were going to travel. So they're for sure, like maybe it wasn't the flights and them traveling, but for sure this summer versus last summer, people got out of the house and went somewhere. It just might not have been cross border, mm -hmm. but they for sure got to the lake. Absolutely. Did a lot of that. Yeah. Because our sales this year, if you look at our monthly sales, that, that chart is stupid. Yep. It's yeah, like, July, August. It's like riding low, spike for four months and like basically flat at the top of that spike. It was like yeah. every month was just consistent. Boom, boom, bang, boom. bang, 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 boom. In half, bang, 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 bang. Three months of flatness now too. Like a bit of a funny looking graph right now. Yeah. But, so I think that that, like, will will we return to a more normal, stable sales cycle next year? I think probably I can't imagine that we're going to see a March ever like we saw this year again. I don't think the, I don't think the, the, uh, I want to say the environmental uh, situation, like all the factors that were out there that yep. led to that stupid March will ever line up and happen like that again. Yeah. Um, Cause that was mostly, that was like good weather, super fantastic weather, lumber prices increasing, looming, um, you know, COVID's kind of resurgence again. It was like, okay, well this summer is going to be shit again. Like yep. there was just a lot of things that happened around that time that made, and I think probably maybe none more so than the lumber prices looming and the, the weather. Like for sure lined up together yeah um resulted in something like that so i think next year maybe we can expect more of a typical sales 
cycle. It's yeah. like likely won't get off the ground till cool. mid April to May. It's likely yeah. to start. Yep. Yeah. Like more of a bell curve versus yeah, like, let's hope. boom, 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 boom. Yeah, like, let's hope, right? A little bit easier to plan for that. Yeah. So yeah, anything else to talk about, Wado? 2022? No, I don't think so. Um, How about home shows? Yeah. That actually happened in 2022. I don't know. We've put a deposit down on one, so here we go. <laughs> in Regina, at least, right? Saskatoon, I still haven't heard nothing. Zero comments. Home shows that, happening yeah. there. So, so yeah, I don't know. We've... we've We've paid for our spot in Regina, and we'll have to dust the old display off. Yeah. Maybe you and I should get some new shoes for the home show. Are we going to work them? Oh, yeah. I love I love home shows. Them? Yeah. I like trade shows. Um, I know some people dread them that don't like that don't like talking to people or don't like being stuck in events. Man, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'll work it, sure. Yeah. So. What are those, what are, uh, those people called? Extrovert. I'm an extrovert. And so those shows, like, I come out of that show just like, Rah! yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not tired by the end of the show. No. I'm ready to, I'm yeah. even more ready to My go. My feet might be sore, but like. My throat's sore. Cause I, I love being in it. Yeah. It's no different than the deck expo and stuff, which unfortunately is getting beat up this year again, but, um, no different than those. I love going to those two. I'm not working the booths necessarily. Ah, but, but I, I still could. love being Somebody in the crowd. Somebody wanted to pay me. I could work. Them. Yeah. I could sell some stuff. I still love just being in the crowd, being with your people. Yeah. Like living your passion. Yep. I don't know. It's just like I find a new level of energy at trade shows. Yeah. As long as they're related to what that's I'm right. doing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, probably not helpful whatsoever, but that's what we think is going to happen for 2022. More of the like, more like, unpredictability but you know what though i don't know that i've ever felt going into any year that we've ever been able to predict things strongly we've always been up against it trying to figure out like what's our growth going to be what's gonna ha- like so it's just more of the same like who knows what's gonna happen you take your best guess you throw a bunch of shit at the wall and you see what sticks and you yeah. take some risks and you plan some things and it'll be what it's gonna be yeah it's just gambling at its finest is yeah. what it is right yeah, it's funny that when I go to a casino, which is incredibly rare, I'm like, I take a hundred bucks. I'm like, I hate this hundred bucks. That's it. I hate going to casinos. Then at this time of year, I gamble millions of dollars I don't have. But no problem. Yeah. Without <laughs> really like not a ton of worry. Like there's worry. Of course there's worry. But yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I can't gamble at a casino. Yeah. It's awful. I hate it. But Precision construction says deck X will follow it as breaking a guy's heart. No yep. kidding. That's I think that was one of the things this year that you thought was safe. I did. Uh, and same with my swing with the stars event that when I committed to that, I was like, well, there's no risk of it not happening. Like the numbers are low. Everything's getting back to normal. We're good. And like that event and deck X will both got hit by this. What are we? Fourth wave things like, well, bo- I thought both those things were safe. I was like, this swing of the stars is going to be fantastic. It's going to be like 1200 people. It's going to be so good. And then deck X was like, not long after. And that's going to be so good to get back there. And it's like, no chance that's not happening. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, whoop, oh, here we are back again. Shit. So here's what it is. Anyways, thanks for tuning in everybody. We appreciate you. Um, we will see you again next week. Peace. Not me. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.